0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Hero Hero Go Show. I'm Bo Ransdell. That was High Standard, and this is yet another uh, bonus episode revolving around the Tomie series, Uh, or as I'm quickly becoming to think of all of these bonus episodes, that's so Tomie, (laughs) and with me as always uh, for this journey into the world of Japanese unkillable love demons. Uh, is Richard Glenn Schmitt of Hello, This is the Doom Show, uh, welcome, sir. Uh, oh, thank
1: you for having me back again. You
0: know, let's be honest, you're the only person who's gonna come to this. I thought I was third in line. <laughs> no, not, again, I want to see the list that, <laughs> that what rounds out the top three. Who, who else, who else you know that is like, you know what's really good? All those Tomie movies. Um... Mm. Although all right, so a, a quick a, a quick catch up. So we did Tomie as part of the real honest to goodness show, mm. and and that was a delight. And so uh, I then launched on a a weekend bender of Tomie films and saw them all within a, a handful of days. And then we decided, hey, we're going to talk about these. So we have we have done uh Tomie uh, another face which was the television uh you know anthology film um which had a Tomie like I liked her as Tomie oh yeah and then we did uh Tomie replay which is great that's i mean of all the Tomie films including the original i think Tomie replay is the best of those three yeah still my favorite oh uh, man all right we're 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 getting into it because today we are talking mm-hmm. about the next two uh which is *Tomie rebirth directed by uh takashi shimizu of juan fame, and flight 9500 let's not sell them short <laughs> <laughs> uh and and we're also doing Tomie uh Forbidden Fruit spoilers uh is kind of about lesbians. Mm. It gets sexy kind of. It's weird. Yeah. Like <laughs> we'll get into it but Forbidden <laughs> Fruit is sexually weird across the board. Um but before we jump into that uh we have Tomie Rebirth to discuss. Like I said this is uh Takashi Shimizu Uh, is the director behind this one okay so our tomie this time around is miki sakai who richard is a uh kind of a teen sensation like she won Uh uh, a japanese academy award for best newcomer like all of those apparently are things and she won that
1: (laughs) (laughs) i agree that they are things (laughs) i have no i have no proof
0: yeah, I mean this is all this is all from Wikipedia so this is suspect. But Miki Sakai uh apparently was was kind of a sensation when she took over the role of Tomie. And uh at any rate I think she she is a, a great Tomie. Uh absolutely. She like one of my problems when we get to Forbidden Fruit is like I think that Tomie looks like the manga Tomie. But is never really scary, and I think Miki hmm. Sakai gets like she's she's not overtly evil. Like she kind of is, but it's always like in a giggling kind of way, almost whining at times. And uh, and I kind of like that because I, I felt like she was more subtly threatening or something. Um, but you know I don't want to color your opinion of your favorite Tomies, but. <laughs> I, I I like Miki Sakai. Um, not my favorite Tomie, but up there, she's really good. Uh, I think
1: it's I think it says something that you know, even though she's so good, nobody, no matter how good they were, ever came back to do it again. That I know of, it's always a different actress playing Tomie right
0: yeah I mean uh, you know aside from the anthology stuff uh with another face where you had three stories and it was all the same Tomie but yeah I think so I don't think anyone's ever double dipped on on Tomie performances and and but I kind of like that I like yeah. the fact that it, it's somebody different every time and you kind of don't know who Tomie is until you hear the name or you know you just see a girl being chopped up and it's like ah that's probably <laughs> Tomie right there that gave it away. Yeah. Well, and, and that's kind of where we start in uh, Tomie Rebirth is it starts with our our art student Hideo already hooked up with the Tomie. And uh, he's painting a picture of her. And then she kind of gleefully uh, ruins it. And he kills her. And that, like, opening scene, we have, like, we kind of start where most of, of the Tomie films so far have ended, which is the inevitable <laughs> destruction of everyone uh, around Tomie. And uh, so Hideo uh, calls up his his pals, uh, Shunichi and uh, Takumi, and they come over and help him dispose of the body, which, you know, it's an old joke, but talk about good friends. Bros before hose, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bromiers oh. before Ace,
1: Yes, thank you. Or bros before toes, whichever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like yours better. <laughs> uh, so that, this is just going to be a meme generator. This whole episode. It's my plan. Every I have two plans for every episode: one to go viral, and one to be a meme generator. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gotta get those bitcoins,
0: <laughs> right? What? <laughs>
1: How does internet work?
0: I, yeah, I don't know. I think we're making bitcoins right now. <laughs> but it's like, like I would require more incentive to bury the Like, I would need a lot more backstory than my buddy Hideo has given me. Other than like, hey, I killed her, and I'm kind of caressing her under the sheet. But I also need you to help me bury her. Like, I've got a solid seven, eight questions before I touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, you're,
1: you're a terrible friend.
0: I, I'm not saying I won't do it. I'm saying <laughs> I need some backstory. <laughs> you know, I need somebody to give me exposition. That's what I need. But you know, here we are in cinema show. Don't tell. So that never worked. Um, I've, I've uh, gone into some weird matrix loop. So, like, they bury her, and then we cut to later, and it's uh, Takumi and his girlfriend, uh, Hitomi. And these are really the two main characters of the film. Um, and Hitomi is like, hey, where have you been all night? And he was like, oh, I was out drinking with the guys, totally not burying Hitomi. Eh? And and she finds some lipstick on uh, his sweater or something, and, and kind of suspects that maybe he has not uh, told the truth um so back at shunichi's uh not shunichi's i'm sorry oh yeah shunichi is actually the one or uh, tamuki who the hell does it puts the blood on the painting uh was it it? yeah i guess it was yeah so hideo does it before after he kills her right and then i think her her blood
1: sprayed onto it. Right.
0: So blood. Point being, blood's on the painting. Right. And uh, at my note at that point was just like, well, that's certainly never going to come back to haunt him. Um, nah. but so that they, they're having a party for uh to kind of cheer everybody up, and they've invited some girls and all that stuff, and it's you know Takumi and Shinichi and uh uh, uh Takumi Shinichi and Hideo. And they're hanging out with the girls, and then, lo and behold, uh, Tomie shows up after being buried. And uh, I like the fact that in this one, like, I I always, I like Tomie stuff in Tomie movies, which sounds (laughs) stupid. But, like, when all the guys kind of rush to Tomie and they're arguing around her, like, I like that moment of seeing all the guys going Tomie crazy, and she's just sitting there in the middle of them being Tomie.
1: Well, she has such a great entrance. The the It's like, Tomie's back, y'all. The lights go out, and sh- they come back on, and there she is. And like you said, the guys go rushing. It's really, really like a choice uh, Tomie entrance. A Tomie entrance.
0: A Tomie entrance like no other. Yeah, it's it's really <laughs> good. And uh, so Hideo sees her, and uh, – he just immediately excuses himself, goes to the toilet, and kills himself, which is how a gypsy predicted I would die. Uh, oh, um, doctor. Yeah, it's... Hmm. Sorry. It wasn't,
1: th- it wasn't thinner.
0: No, no, clearly not. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chubbier. Oh, yes. Uh, clogged dartier. <laughs> or... <laughs>
2: Cookies.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, yeah, I like them, too. Uh, do, you, do you do you have special Romani cookies? I'll take them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, so Hideo's dead, and then we we go to a funeral, uh, Hideo's funeral. Um, and uh, Takumi's mother and sister uh, show up at uh, his place with Hitomi, and apparently they didn't know that Hitomi was living with them, but it's not really a big deal. It just was a thing. And uh, then the sister, who seems kind of bratty, is talking about their haunted waterfall where you can see people who have committed suicide behind their house. And she's a little, I don't know, like I said, kind of bratty, just being a a younger sister, I guess. Uh, But she's still a teenager, you know, in the big city, I guess. Um, But, uh, yeah, so, and and she and Hitomi seem to have a little bit of, you know big sister little sister kind of vibe going on as well which is kind of neat um but uh so <laughs> Shun uh Shinichi at the uh a- after the funeral um says that Hideo uh probably c- killed himself because his mother left him alone all the time uh, cuz she was maybe stepping out with the fellas and oh. right at that point I was like Shinichi why is it always the woman's fault here? Uh, you know, maybe Hideo just had <laughs> had a bad way of things. Also, you know, Tomie, you don't know that yet, but you will. Um, I mean,
1: he's an artist, so clearly blame the parents.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. And then again, if I'd been an art major, that's probably how I would have gone to. <laughs> says the English uh, major. Oh uh, shit! You too? Right? Yeah. Oh boy. Talk about your worthless degrees.
1: That explains a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. For for both of us tonight.
0: Oh, yeah. Just, uh, you know, it's a a series of mistakes, pretty much, from Jump. Um, (laughs) So, uh, all right, but so, uh, uh, Takumi... well, Shunichi is the one who initially goes, because he's like, hey, did we see that girl at the party that we helped bury? I'm going to go to the grave and make sure she's still in there. And uh, he starts digging around and finds clothes and all that stuff, but there's no uh, there's no Tomie. Until all of a sudden there is. Surprise, Tomie. Uh, another pretty good Tomie entrance, just out in the middle of the woods. Uh, yeah. And so whiny. I'll tell you, here's another Tomie recurring theme that I love. And this is maybe my favorite instance of it in any of the movies where she talks about being buried and, uh, like how much she hates being underground. And when she's talking about like, there's little rocks and bugs and they went in my mouth when I was under there and it was gross. And I love that stuff. That, that's what some of my favorite Tomie, uh, you know, complaints. Um, but, and, and again, Miki Sakai really kind of sells it. she, I, I think she's a kind of a, a gleefully, you know, evil Tomie. Um, but anyway, so Tomie is immediately mur- murdered. Got a quick turnaround on this particular Tomie. <laughs> uh but it turns out that Takumi had come to the grave as well but saw Tomie and Shinichi there and just kind of hung out in the woods and didn't really intercede when Shinichi was killing this latest Tomie and uh so Takumi just gets the hell out of there but wouldn't you know it there's another Tomie showing up not another this is still same Tomie we'll get to other Tomies here in a bit but uh, so Tomie then shows up at his date with Hitomi and starts just kind of screwing up his game with his girlfriend. Of just like, oh yeah, he was—he saw me earlier. He was hiding in the woods, and Hatomi uh, is not <laughs> thrilled <laughs> to have this girl show up.
1: Oh my God,
0: <laughs> yeah, I re. You know, I I like immediately that Tobey is just so outwardly screwing with people. You know, like in Forbidden Fruit, it's a lot more subtle, at least at first. In this one, she's just bombing in and just ruining people's lives from jump, you know? Pro, pro cock blocking. Oh, yeah. If it were Olympic, she'd be solid silver, maybe gold.
1: (laughs) I mean, like, not that... uh... Hitomi and Takumi's relationship is anything but obtuse. You know, (laughs) like, I was like, man, this brother and sister act real weird. Oh, oh, they're together. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad they're not brother
0: and sister now. (laughs) (laughs) Or, yeah, again, we'll get to that. Uh, Forbidden Fruit (laughs) is, there's all kinds of weird stuff in that movie. Everybody in that movie is attracted to the wrong person, you know societally speaking um anyway uh but we're I keep getting distracted by the weirdness of that one so uh but rebirth so I'll i will tell you what to Hitomi's credit she is immediately like who is this chick you're coming with me and grabs Takumi and just kind of hauls him out of there hell yeah and then Tomie gets you know scary eyes and it's like I'll see you again um <laughs> so uh Shunichi uh, it turns out, doesn't handle murder well. Uh, so when next we find him, he is uh, curled up on his bed, not not doing so hot. And his mother comes to get him and is like, hey, a friend of yours is here. It's a girl. You know, couldn't possibly be Tomie, except of course it is. Um, and so now Takumi is... I'm sorry, not Takumi, but Shinichi is... Uh, kind of the easy mark. He seems like the weakest character in the group. And Tomie just immediately fixates on him and, and you know, sets about to ruin his life in some pretty wonderful ways. Ugh, she's so gangsta in this one. She really is. Uh, love it. <laughs> so, and, all right. So Takumi is now concerned about Tomie because he has now seen her dead, then alive, then murdered again, then showing up at his date. Which raises questions, and so he goes to the girl that had gotten all the girls to come to the party earlier and is uh asking her like, Hey, who was this chick and she says, You know I don't know who he was or who she was none of none of the other girls knew her. All we knew is that we thought she came with Hideo, and so that's of no use whatsoever uh but then uh he goes to the the house of uh his his buddy his dead art student pal hideo and his mother's a real mess as well oh yeah
1: she's like a like a ghost herself yeah she is root uh
0: and she thinks that he committed suicide because of a girl that he got rejected by a girl so she's kind of on the right track but um anyway so he ends up getting the worst gift that's ever been which is the bloody Tomie painting and uh, he, get the gift receipt, man. Right. Well, and the mother shows it to him and it's a painting of like, you know, the split face and monster head. And she's like, do you want this? I think, I think Hideo would like you to have it. And what he should have done is say, yes, thank you. And then shove it in the first trash can. He comes across because it's a monstrosity of a painting. <laughs> Like, I don't know what you're going to do. Well, uh, we see what he does with it, which is re-gift the shit out of it immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Just pawn it off to his sister. Thanks,
1: Uh, asshole. Right,
0: like, uh, what am I going to do with this? So then we we cut away from Takumi and his terrible gift. uh, Really no closer to the truth about Tomie. And we cut back to Shunichi, who is now, uh, like, full-on tomie aid he is like chasing her around and buying her shit um and she is giving him the full tomie in kind which is to be really aloof and complain about shit and like threaten not to to care about him anymore to leave him if he doesn't buy her stuff and you know it, like this one and and uh forbidden fruit both include some some real like uh sugar daddy behavior on tomie's behalf <laughs> Uh, sugar Tomies. Mm. Uh, we're, well, I guess it would be the reverse, because Tomie would want a sugar daddy. Well, yeah. Maybe that's what these movies are really all about.
1: I'll see if my wife can make up a batch of uh, little sugar Tomies.
0: Oh, that would be good. Oh, man. You know, and and for Halloween, you can put little Santa hats on them. Little mole, little mole right under the left eye. That's what would make them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So when, uh, a- after like just wrecking Shunichi financially, one assumes <laughs> and getting all the shit bought for her, uh, she goes home and Shunichi's mother, who is pretty baller in this movie, uh, it oh, yeah. is like, Hey, so what is your deal? Like she, they both kind of send Shunichi away cause he's just a love struck idiot at this point. And it's kind of Tomie versus mom for a second. Yeah. And the mother is like, where, who are you? Where you come from? What are you doing with my son? Like, I don't like anything that's going on here. And then Tomie burns herself. Well, first she kind of goes uh, pretty dark about the mother's plastic surgery and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Uh, it must be so easy with all your wrinkles to tighten up your face and stuff. It's real, real bitchy Tomie behavior yikes it's good uh but the mother is is taken aback but then uh uh, tomie burns the back of her of tomie's hand on the mother's cigarette and when shunichi shows back up she's like ow your mom burned me your mom's mean and of course shunichi is you know immediately on the side of uh, uh of tomie at this point uh and then there's a great scene where the mother uh brings uh Tomie coffee. And it's this super tense scene where like Tomie's clearly in charge of the household at this point. And the she thinks that the mother may be trying to poison her kind of jokes about it where she's like basically the jig is up in terms of the mother. The mother yeah. knows that Tomie is something unnatural. And is just like, all right, I'm I'm probably gonna have to kill her. I'm not sure <laughs> how yet, but I'm probably gonna kill her. Um and she's not quite there yet, but it, it it's kind of a fun, weird scene. Um and then all right, so we, we leave Shunichi and Tomie and uh the mom to their own devices for a bit, because now we gotta go uh deal with Takumi um and Hitomi, and Hitomi has found the Tomie painting. And it's also uh, uh, found like Tomie's lipstick and used it on her mouth and stuff. Uh, mm. Yeah, because we're getting into viral Tomie uh, at this point. And yeah, you
1: can't you can't use the lipstick of Tomie. Can't use her, her toilet seat. Nope. Can't even uh, change the the air conditioner vent because there's little dust Tomies in the uh, the trap in the flume. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of losing it.
0: Yeah, well uh that's why uh those toilet seat covers were uh invented in Japan was uh, uh, originally to stop Tommy outbreaks. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that explains it.
1: Yep. That explains all the toilets.
0: Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> why they invented disposable toilets. <laughs>
1: Why can't they catch on here? Come on. Yeah, America. The downside
0: is that you have to flush them down your real toilet. So you still got to keep one. But the disposables are are easy to get rid of. It's like a snake eating itself,
1: but the snake's a toilet. A toilet
0: snake, if you will. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So shit's getting weird at, at Shinichi's house. Uh, he locks himself up with Tomie and just won't see anybody anymore. And at the same time, this is where Hitomi goes all single white Tomie and is putting on the lipstick and all. Uh, which, by the way, single white Tomie is going to be the next film after Tomie Unlimited. Is
1: that part 10?
0: That would be, te- yeah, that would technically be part 10 if if you count another phase, yeah. Nice. Yeah um and then uh and th- during this uh sequence this is also where uh takumi and his sister and mother are leaving to go back to their you know more rural home and this is when he regifts the worst gift that's ever been and it's like here you take it and she, and, and to her credit his sister is like what do you want me to do with this thing and he's like i don't know <laughs> put it in the barn or something who cares
1: have you ever read Dorian Gray? No, then have this painting. <laughs> right?
0: Nothing could possibly go wrong. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, but Hatomi is starting to act kind of weird and listless. And, you know, clearly, if you've watched any of these movies, you know that she's been whammied by Tomie uh, somehow. And we're just kind of waiting for shit to pop off there. But... Before we get to that, we get back to Shunichi, which is another of my favorite moments in this movie where he is cleaning his house because Tomie has told him that everything his mother touches is gross and she doesn't want to want to touch or see anything that the mother has also touched. Yes. And he's throwing away like all the plateware and stuff because she doesn't want to uh, eat or drink from anything that other people have eaten or drink from. It's some real Tomie ass behavior. That is so Tomie. It is so Tomie. I, <laughs> but again, this is kind of what I love. Uh, like when the mother is trying to grab Shinichi and and get him to stop all this manic, you know, OCD style cleaning that he's doing. He flips out and is like, don't touch me. Like <laughs> She hates you. She likes me. And if you touch me, she's going to hate me, too. And he's like for breezing himself. <laughs> uh after after she grabs him oh i love it all love it all yep uh, anyway and and it's also like a mirror to a scene before where we had seen uh Hitomi kind of irrationally cleaning as well so we're starting to you know put those threads together that we've got what we got richard is is two damn tomi ace on our hands yes <laughs> so uh and oh, oh it pays off so good so uh hatomi continues to get creepier and creepier uh while we're you know kind of mirroring or going back and forth between that and the stuff with uh shinichi and finally the mother just sneaks into shinichi's room one night and strangles tomie yeah oh uh, it's the best and all right so here's the the weird sequence of events here Mom sneaks into the room where Tomie is sleeping in the same room with Shinichi, but not in the same bed. <laughs> she wraps a belt around her neck, chokes her to death, and, and gets pissed off because Tomie just keeps laughing. Then uh, the mother drags Tomie into the bathroom where she's set to dismember uh, the Tomie and then uh, Shunichi wakes up, you know, now that the ruckus is over. And it's like, what's going on? <laughs> and she's like, hey, uh, you know your girlfriend? You, of course. Of course you know your girlfriend. Um, so I killed her. And we're going to have to chop her up now. And Shunichi is strangely into it. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's, it's like they have this family bonding scene ah. as they... Cut up Tobey and then go to discard her.
1: Uh, oh man, uh, this is just the <laughs> signature moment of the entire series of films. This this is so tight. Like mother and son working together, it's so sweet. It's just that kind of bonding you don't get to see. And even the best dramatic films, you have to go to a horror movie to see a mother and son get along this perfectly
0: really connect yeah because as as they're walking uh down the road with the bags of limbs in their hands you know the mother's talking about like you know i got this sales award at work and they're gonna give that to me tomorrow we ought to go to a hot spring and shinichi's like that sounds great we don't you know what i don't appreciate you enough we ought to do that it's it really is kind of a a wonderful moment between these characters (sighs) it's very sweet yeah, uh up until they abandon all their uh Sackful's Otomie. And uh, as they're walking away, uh Takumi hears it first, but it's Tomie, you know, asking for help. And then finally his mother hears it as well, and they go running uh and, and kind of hide around the corner of uh, you know, uh an intersection, a walled uh is there at the intersection of two roads, and they're hiding behind that, and and Takumi is kind of peeking around the corner uh, to make sure that they're not being followed by Otomie. And I think it's one of those things, like one of the gags from movies where uh, somebody hears a knock at the door and opens the door, and they're like, "There's nobody there," and then whoa, it's a kid or a little person or something. Yeah, and I think that's the only way that Mitch misses this. Because somehow Tomie has grown an arm and a tendril. And that's all, and like, her head has grown these appendages and she's crawling along. <laughs> <laughs> it just turns the corner, like, hey, what's going on? And, uh, you know, obviously Shunichi and his mother freak out. And uh, anyway, so once again, Shunichi's mother taking charge of the situation snatches up the head and it's like we're gonna handle this now and takes the uh the tomie head to i don't know like an abandoned factory or something they don't really explain where the hell they are just some abandoned building and but it's got a giant furnace and she tosses the head into the furnace and uh tomie goes up in flames so uh everybody's happy everybody wins end of movie
1: later yep um, no, oh,
0: right before the head showed up, uh, you had a
1: great cameo from the bag from American Beauty. That's true. It was just blowing in the wind, like, hey, I'm still relevant. It's
0: so much beauty.
1: <laughs> so much American beauty in Japan. <laughs> it's cool. I
0: I didn't know if it was that <laughs> bag or if it was a, a reference to the first time you see Tomie. She's ahead in a Grocery bag,
1: oh yeah, so, I guess mine's more of a stretch
0: uh, I don't know I think chemie uh Shimizu is probably a big uh fan of Chris Cooper. I think uh
1: the tomie remake of America will have Kevin Spacey
0: oh, that would be so good
1: and uh for birch could play tomie <laughs> old tomie
0: yeah i, I mean uh, you know is thora birch old well <laughs> yes at this point well not old but she is older she is not tomie age AH anymore yuck right lol <laughs> so long thor and birch
1: <laughs> she can play thor
0: oh. birch <laughs> God, i don't know i don't even know how much of this is usable
1: <laughs> i'll go ahead and say none <laughs>
0: just it's just your voice right well no i think i i think it's both of us at this point oh, shit. um so yeah but i i also refer to the head tomie as travel size tomie <laughs> because she, like his mother just grabs her up by the hair and she's like ow 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 uh it's pretty great when she was in the bucket earlier she was bucket head uh-huh Old buckethead tomie, she gets a, a a seat ring in the next one. Oh, that's so sweet! One of those like hemorrhoid rings. I was just gonna say, <laughs> she has Is she a tom tomioids? I don't know. <laughs> Got I well, that happens later, and like unlimited definitely has tomioids in it.
1: <laughs> I can't wait.
0: Oh, uh, have you not watched it yet? Nope. Good. Still
1: haven't seen it yet.
0: Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Mm -hmm. um so but yeah shun's mother takes care of business and then um takumi uh goes to talk to shun and uh shun is like hey your girlfriend is like tomie all of a sudden i really like her and shun's mother dies uh in a that's so tomie kind of way because we saw that she had like tomie hair and blood on her So she kind of hairs to death. Number one killer in Japan, hair. Yes. Oh, we're going to talk about X-Day pretty soon on this show. Yes. So good. Uh, But yeah, yeah, long hair. If you are in a Tomie film or apparently any Sian Sono film, (laughs) hair is going to come out of fax machines, uh, whatever. Wherever hair can come from, it will. But yeah, so uh, she is. She is all haired up when you see her in the coffin. It's pretty crazy looking. And Hatomi uh, <laughs> keeps blacking out. So she's having periods now where she just becomes Tomie for a bit. She still looks like Hitomi. But it's Tomie inside. And and that's another reason I really like this movie. is I think it's one of the best at this thing. Of having somebody kind of become Tomie from within. Uh, and I, th- I think Hitomi is, you know, kind of a, an interesting character and, and, you know, fallible as a girlfriend, I suppose. But, um, I don't know. And like, I like their relationship up to and including the ending of it. But, uh, but, <laughs> and one of the things I like about her is how much she, uh, makes out with, uh, Takumi's friends. Cause we get to see her making out with Shunichi when, uh, Takumi comes home and takumi you know takes it like you you would expect by grabbing his buddy off of uh his girlfriend and kind of tossing him out and, and Shinichi is like hey that's not your girlfriend that's tomie and i got dibs on tomie oh man uh and of course hitomi is um you know giggling all the way all the way tomie slash hitomi um and so Takumi decides, like, hey, we gotta do something about this. Like, things are getting serious. Shunichi is tossing rocks through the window <laughs> at this point. And he's like, you know, Tomie's mine! Uh, and that level of vandalism can't stand. So Takumi grabs uh, Hitomi and takes off for his family home. And he's destroyed the uh, the lipstick. Like, he put enough together to realize, oh, the lipstick may have infected her. But she, when Hatomi has her tomie visions she gets tomie cam for a minute uh she what she describes seeing in that state uh takumi realizes like oh that sounds out like the barn so maybe that painting has some piece of tomie in it as well and (laughs) right so then we go to to uh takumi's family home and we get the father who is a character that's not in it nearly enough for my money because he's the most level-headed guy in the bunch uh, from what I can tell. <laughs> he doesn't have a lot of lines, but one the lines is uh his daughter, you know, Takumi's younger sister, saying, "Hey, the dog's barking. Uh can somebody stop that?" And he and her father just says, "It's a dog. Dog's bark." That's it. That's all you got to say and I'm already on board with this guy. <laughs> it's a level of practicality and level-headedness I appreciate but uh yeah so we we get a look into the barn and particularly the painting uh that is covered up and somebody fists a jar of mayonnaise as the tomie emerges from the painting <laughs> god <laughs> <clears throat>
1: it's uh that's a sound design work that uh yeah fisting mayonnaise
0: it i mean it's real gooey not to say that she isn't when she's coming out but it's real that mix is high on the <laughs> on the slop uh yeah you,
1: you really need a, a mother a mother tomie to come and lick all the uh, the afterbirth
0: off oh uh, we'll get to licking tomie in time sir on this yes. episode uh, cuz there is <laughs> I you know I I like to think of the uh, Tomie from Forbidden Fruit as finger licking good. <laughs>
1: Spoiler alert!
0: <laughs> Spoilers for something that's going to happen in fifteen minutes. Yay! <laughs> uh, so it you know Takumi goes to uh, destroy the painting, but Tomie's already emerged from the painting when he arrives, and. Uh, she gives him the the typical Tomie stuff of, you know, like, I like you. It was never Shunichi. And Takumi, to his credit, is resistant. And then we get into classic That's So Tomie territory of her like, ugh, this again. Everybody wants to know what I am. And what I kind of dig about this, though, is that she turns the question around on people in this movie, where she's like, well, what are you? Like I yeah. know what I am. I know my, what my purpose is. Like when I come back to life, I know what my singular purpose is, which is to be a Tomie, to to have people love me till they kill me and then it all happens again. And what what about you? Like I'm going to live and die a bunch of times, but I'm going to outlive you. I'm going to outlive everybody, you know. The hell. It's
1: uh, it's incredible. I love this like like Tomie monologuing here. It's ah uh, man, just summing up the character really well from the perspective of the character. Like they put a lot of thought into, uh, this unstoppable being, you know, I like that.
0: Yeah, I do too. It's, I think that's why, um, she's one of my favorite Tomies is because the stuff about Tomie, you know, where she does express sort of her motivations and fears and all that stuff like the, the, the essential characteristics of, of Tomie, Um, I think is handled as well as any other movie does and, and certainly better than most, I think. Um, yeah. Oh, so good. And so then, uh, Hitomi, who's been in the car and has been wavering between, you know, being herself and being Tomie, uh, shows up just as Takumi is like falling backwards out of the barn, being pursued by Tomie. And we have our first Tomie V. Tomie, uh, which involves Hitomi as Tomie and the Tomie that we are used to seeing in the film squaring off and trying to get Shinichi to kill the other one for them. (laughs) And uh, so Takumi's only out is some gasoline, uh, you know, gasoline can uh, nearby. And so he... This is another thing I really like in this one, where as he's splashing the gasoline on the, like, Tomie Prime, Tomie that looks like Tomie, <laughs> and she's like, uh, and Hatomia as Tomie starts giggling like she knows she's won. And then we set uh, her on fire, which I think is a really cool effect. We, like, set Tomie Prime ab- ablaze and i think it looks pretty great because she goes up feet first and she's just giggling the whole time and saying like i'm gonna see you again yeah
1: ah so good i like the uh just this the concept of tomies hating tomies you know no one hates tomie more than tomie hates tomie it's so fun
0: yeah it's oh yeah it's one of my favorite things too um Especially in this one, because they're the two that look dissimilar and are kind of grousing at each other about, like, are you the older one? Am I the younger one? Doesn't matter. You know, at the end of the day, every Tomie has its own agenda. And, yeah, you know, if only the Tomies could work together, humanity wouldn't stand a chance.
1: Oh, they need, like, four of them to form, like, a badass,
0: like, pop group. I've, you know, how easily they could harmonize with, with each
1: other. It'd be
0: incredible. I am pretty sure that's what Baby Metal is.
1: Ah, oh. I think that's
0: three Tomies. <laughs> nice. I mean, have you heard "Gimme Chocolate"? That is catchy as hell.
1: Yeah, uh, that's that's clearly a, a Tomie jam.
0: <laughs> it really is. Actually, it would be "Gimme Caviar."
1: Oh uh, shit, that's right. Yep. Yep. And, or it'd be Ghirardelli. Uh, right? Fancy.
0: <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be normal chocolate. What is this? Hershey's? That's crap. It's what is this, or Easter
1: nothing. candy. <laughs>
0: right? There's more paraffin in this than chocolate, you ass. It's an Easter bunny, and you ate the ear.
2: <laughs> Tomia
0: would never let that stand. Uh mm. so. Yeah, Toby A-Prime goes up. Shinichi shows up just in time to hug her and go up himself. Uh, which, oh man, poor Shinichi. Just nothing good ever happens to that guy in this entire movie. Except for the yeah. the brief moment where he and his mother seem to be, you know... <laughs> talking about that, with, whether uh, they're going to That date. actor,
1: <laughs> he's... Oh man, that kid is so good. It's, uh... Da-da-da. It's, uh... Uh, Messiah Kikawada, he is... When he's, like, unhinged and that creepy smile he has. and Oh, man, it's a it, great performance.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it, it's weird because there are a couple of pretty familiar faces in these movies. Like, Mie, uh, Mika Sakai, Miki Sakai, um, it has been in a bunch of stuff. So, like, you'll see her pop up all, all over the place. Um And then when we get to uh, forbidden fruit it's uh what's his name june i want to say nishimura but i think that's wrong anyway but from audition and stuff so like all of these movies this this run of like replay rebirth forbidden fruit all feel like legit movies as compared to another face which is all shot on video and these all look really good and and especially replay and rebirth i think they're the most cinematic uh as we come to think of it cuz when you get into like Tomie versus Tomie is 2 but and then unlimited is you know nonsense um <laughs> but all right so Shinichi and Tomie painting Tomie are dead and then uh they Takumi takes Hatomi who is mostly Tomie at this point to the waterfall and says, like, hey, we're going to die together. And then she comes back to him and, you know, answers a question he had asked earlier to prove her identity where she talks about their first date. And he's like, you know what? We're not going to die. We're going to fight this thing and you're going to be okay. Um, and then Atomie uh, starts to erupt from side of, the side of her body. Oh, yeah. And uh, much like Rosie Greer uh, from The Thing with Two Heads. there's a Tomie head right beside Hitomi's. And all right, so here's my question to you, sir, because I'm not sure how I come down on this. You see, at this point, Takumi is saying like, hey, we're not going to die. But then a hand grabs him and and takes them both, or all three, I guess, um, off the side of uh, the railing and into the uh, waterfall where they all die. And I wonder if it was tomie that was throwing them off the side, or if it was Hitomi hmm, and I'm not sure I know it was one of the two. it could have been Hitomie Hitomie there you go. oh, why was this movie not called tomie Hitomie
1: <laughs> uh it's I think it's. Either or with this, because you could interpret it as uh, Tomie's like last laugh on the both of them. Or it could be uh, Hitomi just realizing that she'd been a little optimistic and that uh, they did need to die because there was no escaping this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've kind of considered both and I'm not sure either one is clear. So much like the ending of uh, Hal Hartley's Henry Fool you can interpret this how you will.
1: Oh shit. And <laughs> bring Henry Fool into this. The movie's 2 hours and 5000 minutes long. <laughs> I, I never thought I'd uh, be looking at my watch when uh, Parker Posey's on the screen, but there you go, Henry Fool. <laughs> Damn it.
0: <laughs> I'm glad I could bring up a source of trauma. It's really what this this show is designed for. In yep. addition to being a meme generator, of course.
1: It's uh, uh, it's, re- it's really Tromierizing Trump. I forget. It. Yeah,
0: I, there there are some places I'm willing to go, but not that dark corner. Um, yeah, we'll wait till
1: Troma buys the uh, the rights to Tomie USA. Then oh, we'll do
0: that Tromier would be that. That <laughs> feels right. Only there would be a lot more lesbian stuff.
1: <laughs> hmm, I think you've got a point there.
0: Um. So the movie ends with uh, Takumi's sister going out to the waterfall with flowers, and she throws it into the water, uh, assumedly to uh, mark the passing of her brother and, and sister, or, you know, future sister-in-law, perhaps. Um, and Lady in the Lake style, a hand, grabs it and, and drags it back to the depths. And... <laughs> And then, as if that's not enough of a fuck you, uh, the movie also shows the sister turn her head slightly to the left and you see that she now has uh, a Tomie mole as well. That mole. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And that's Rebirth, which I think is one of the more kind of rocking entries into this series. I, You know, it's I'll tell you what it, the, the movie runs about an hour 40 and I'll, i I think it's got a real nice pace to it a lot of stuff goes down there are some great centerpiece scenes like the Tomie and the coffee anything where Tomie and Shunichi's mother are squaring off is fantastic oh yeah uh the stuff with like Hitomi I think works well in the you know that kind of body horror style thing um The showdown between the Tomies at the end is great. Like I, I I think this is one of the best of the Tomie films.
1: Yeah, Shimizu don't play. I think uh, this is uh, still not my favorite, but uh, I think this is the best one of all the films that I've seen so far. Uh, It's it's classy, other than the sort of dodgy, uh, overly ambitious CGI near the end i always remember that much worse than it is and when it happens i'm like oh yeah it's not so bad
0: it's it's not great but it's it's all right yeah it's it's face morph technology essentially
1: but yeah this this is just a fantastic one
0: all right well uh there's no reason to delay let us turn our attention then to tomie forbidden fruit or as the french call it forbidden fruit <laughs> <laughs> that that is a fact um <laughs> sorry <laughs> i loved it <laughs> so the the opening scene of this one much like uh rebirth it starts off with kind of the end of another movie where you see uh, a character rush in uh calling out for his friend Tajima, who has hung himself and dismembered Atomie. And then we get the credits and it says, get this, Richard. Tomie, the last chapter, Forbidden Fruit.
1: Oh boy.
0: he's much? Right. I think Holy we, shit. We all know that's bullshit.
1: I I do I do love that. They tried to really, like, say, this is the one to kind of, like, get everybody pumped about it. But, yeah, not so much. But I don't— I know mean, that... it could be the last chapter of the classic era of Tomie, if you will.
0: Well, but then you have the next two, Beginning in Revenge, are all by the original director of Tomie. Yep. So I don't know that—I don't know. It's not like you were getting into some storyline that got too crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's no limits with Tomie. So, there you
2: yeah.
0: Go. Yeah. I mean, when, and when we get to, uh, you know, like, and this name I know I, I've got right, Nishimura's film, um, uh, Tomie Unlimited, like, talk about going places. Jeez, a Pete. <laughs> um, all right. But this is directed by Shun Nakahara. Uh, and it's. <laughs> It's billed as the final chapter. We do have a new Tomie in this case. uh, Her name is uh, Nozomi Ando. And uh, like I said in the upfront, I think she is one of the closest to uh, Junchi Ito's drawings uh, or art of Tomie. Uh, I think she looks very close in that way, but I don't think she's ever threatening. But... Uh, and we got two Tomies in this movie, but uh, they're not both Japanese love demons. They're just both named Tomie. I love it. Yep. And uh, that Tomie is Aoi Miyazaki, uh, who's been in a bunch of stuff, too. So she's she is a, a, a very uh, popular actress, or, or certainly a working actress in Japan. Um and uh, Kunimura, that's what I was thinking of. June Kunimura from uh, Audition and uh, God Kill Bill. I mean, he's the, the movies like this guy's been in everything.
1: He's a real lazy dick. Like only a hundred and sixty something things. <laughs> yeah, and
0: like this is a dude uh, that just apparently works all the time. I mean, it, yeah. like every year there's like twelve things that he's in. But
1: he could do more. I mean.
0: Well, if he wanted to get some respect, but not, not he'll never get it from me, nope,
1: no, uh, I love this guy he's
0: great he really is, and he's the main uh. character in audition he's fantastic in that and and this movie kind of weirdly parallels audition in some weird ways mm. uh uh for his character at least but right, so once we get done with our our final chapter of nonsense, which i I still find offensive. <laughs> we then jump into Mean Girls, the Tomie edition, where our non-demon Tomie character is kind of this poor, picked-on girl. Um, she has three friends of hers. Not, well, friends. There are three bullies that pick on her all the time, uh, up to and including firing a uh, crossbow <sighs> at her. These, these ladies. Ugh. They are jerks.
1: They are the literal worst.
0: Oh, these girls. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they're just kind of generally mean to her. And and, and uh, then we follow this Tomie, who I'm going to hereafter refer to as Amber. Because she she refers to herself as Amber at one point, And it's just a useful tool to differentiate these two characters nope. for me. I like it. So, yeah. but... Uh so Amber is incredibly emo. This Tomie is the emoest emo girl that ever emoed. Uh she's into writing gothic vampire fiction. Yes. Sure. Yes. And uh you know, like she has this image of herself as being this like beautiful, outgoing, powerful girl in, in these fantasies of hers. But the reality is she's this very meek and kind of mousy girl. Um, they're, uh, she lives with her father, played by uh, June Kunimura. And, you know, they, they're they kind of... It's, it's kind of a sad, somber life that they're leading. The mother has died. Um, so, yeah, it's a real bummer. And uh, so she runs into... While she's out shopping she's in i I don't know if it's a thrift store it's not a jewelry store it's just kind of random stuff it's a random stuff store um but she finds this cross that uh has some kind of gaudy jewelry on it and stuff and uh whoops a there's a tomie there uh who's like hey you should steal that and you should (laughs) probably try drugs and skip school and maybe smoke cigarettes and stuff (laughs) <laughs> oh my god
1: it's so she's a gateway tomie eh? she
0: is she is a gateway tomie eh? and, and so <laughs> gateway tomie eh? um gets uh gets amber tomie to uh steal the thing and you know they run off and they're kind of giggling about it and stuff and you know it kind of comes out that she is this you know hapless picked on girl the amber is and uh Tomie is like you never have any fun. And uh so anyway, they're they're kind of becoming friends. Tomie is hanging out at uh Amber's house, and that's where she runs across uh you know, Amber's father, June uh uh Jun Kunamura, uh who is playing Kazu, Kazuhiko in this film. And he gets he he like spots Tomie and does a little bit of a double take. And the first time I, I saw this, I remember thinking like, "Oh my god, is he just gonna get Tomie hot?" Which he does, but they <laughs> at least they kind of explain it because he he's a much older guy, certainly than uh, Tomie or the actress playing Tomie. But uh, uh, but then we follow Tomie and um, Amber to her bedroom and, and Tomie is like reading her erotic fiction, uh, like you do. And, uh, Tomie kisses Amber, the two Tomies kiss. And I think it's the first time in the series that two girls kiss. Like it doesn't happen a ton, but
1: well, it's so funny. Like this movie plays upon it's, uh, I guess, naughtier aspects which are still super tame, very yeah, but because they're
0: present for the first time, it's like, woo, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of taboo sexuality in this movie, and yeah. but yeah don't don't think from our description that it is in any way graphic. It is the most g-rated lesbian love story you ever saw. Um, it's a little controlling and weird, but there's nothing graphic about any of it. But yeah, so they, you know, we got our first lesbian kiss in the in the Tomie series. Welcome, uh, welcome to the series, lesbianism. Um, and <laughs> one, of, we have a great moment, uh, a real Tomie kind of moment where um, Amber is bringing Tomie some coffee, and she's like, "Is this instant? This is terrible." And <sighs> it's like, that's so A. Holy shit. Like,
1: if there's one thing that's getting on my fucking nerves in this series, is this snooty asshole Tomie A and her caviar and her frickin' fresh coffee beans and her fancy shopping places. Yeah. Take her to McDonald's.
0: Yeah. To, she like,
1: Eat it, Tomie. A. Have a happy meal.
0: It's not what Amber says. Amber says, I'm, I'm going to have you some good coffee next time. It's
1: She goes from three bullies to one really highly concentrated <laughs> single bully. It's amazing.
0: Well, but a bully that masquerades as I'm your best friend and yep. also maybe your lover.
1: Mm. Uh-huh. I mean, mm-hmm. and see, see what I did there?
0: I did. I did.
1: And Cranked it up for you.
0: What what we're gonna do is uh go to the woods with the two Tomies, and this is uh, as I mentioned earlier the finger licking good scene, boy. Where Tomie is uh like Tomie and and, and other Tomie and and Amber are lying uh, in the woods together, or in a field together, and Tomie is like Amber, tell tell me what you think of me, what do you like about me and you know poor amber is like well you know you're pretty and your eyes and your face in your hands and legs are all nice and uh and Tovier is like do you like this finger will you lick it and she does and it, it is like the most adorable like kitten lick uh that you ever saw like there is nothing overtly sexual i mean the act itself is kind of overtly sexual but the execution of the act of licking so like licking somebody's finger can be real sensual i think under the right circumstances by which i mean drunk (laughs) 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 but i think in this case it's it like i said they're kind of kitten licks it's just like (sniffs) and (laughs) and then and then she's done uh, it was weird. I was like, that, there's nothing <laughs> sexy about this at all. Like, if somebody licked my finger like that, I'd be like, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> that um,
0: That's, it tickles.
1: How does she not instantly turn into a Tomie herself? This is some pretty serious contact here. And I,
0: well, yeah, but I think maybe if she had, like, taken the whole finger. Oh, all right. Th- this is... At best three or four quick laps at a finger pad. It is I don't I don't think we're getting a yeah, lot of a cells.
1: It's only lipstick and toilet seats, right?
0: I think we've established that in the rule set.
1: <laughs> stop talking about toilet seats, you freak!
2: <laughs> <It's, sighs>
0: I I come to do these podcasts so I can stop talking about toilets for a minute. Uh, yep. <laughs> so But, all right, here's the other thing I want to ask you about this. The, the, like, at at the end of this scene, uh, Tomie, Demon Tomie, is like, you're my little doll. I'm going to take care of you. And I think there is legitimately some affection. It's very pet-like. But it's the, I think, the affection you would have for a kitten, say, (laughs) uh, going on in this scene. Like, I don't think Tomie sees any human being as unequal, certainly. No, no,
1: it's, it's just her, you know, the, the pathological curse, just um, the pathological behavior from the curse. She just, she finds someone who's even remotely attracted to her and has to play that. Usually the women are just jealous In some way or, you know, they're they're driven to killing her because like in Rebirth, they have the mother who Shun's mother who loses it. But this is just someone that she could prey upon and use. Uh, Once we get to the the relationship between uh, Amber Tomie's father and her past, it, it makes you wonder if maybe she was just doing this to to play them both. Or uh, she just enjoys uh, destroying you know, young, lonely people, uh, like like you and I do.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say maybe that, that's why I, I relate to these movies so much. Is I'm similarly motivated, yep. although in fairness, not similarly successful. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're too creepy, <laughs> right? If I it, when yeah. I when I go up to random guys, <laughs> and I'm like, buy me caviar. And not lumpfish eggs or whatever. I know.
1: I want the shark's fin, motherfucker.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They're like, who are you? First of all, I'm not gay. Second of all, I don't think you are. You'd be like, gay? It's not about that. No, no, no. I'm here to ruin your life. This isn't sexual. Where are you going? Come back. (laughs) Right. Like they stick around (laughs) past that. Come back here. Let me explain my motivations. I got a monologue here, son. <laughs> right. Uh, but, all right, so when we come home uh, with the two Tomies, the twin Tomies. Hmm. All right. Uh, I was thinking there was a joke there and there's not. <laughs>
1: so, twin A's?
0: twenty A's, yeah. It's something. <laughs> 2 Mies. Ooh. So when the... All right, I'm sticking with that. When the 2 uh return home... Uh, so, Amber uh, takes off her room. Uh, her the, the father, Kazu, has brought home some cakes uh, for the girls. And immediately, he's left alone uh, for the first time with Tomie. And immediately, Tomie is like, fuck your cakes. And he's like, what? And she's like, look at this. You got this shrine? You had a kid? The hell, man. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I'm mad. I'm leaving. And so she does, she, she leaves, which upsets Amber because now she thinks her father has upset her only friend, uh, and also maybe girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) so she kind of freaks out and, and, and tells her father that he's terrible. And then we realize that, uh, Kazu is actually the guy from the beginning of the movie that showed up in the apartment and found his hung friend sorry i I know what you i know <laughs> i know what i said he was a shower not a grower yes <laughs> damn it
1: well he was definitely dangling in one way
0: oh he was on the dangle <laughs> <laughs> all right so tobie uh this is basically the guy that got away This is the guy that was in the triangle, um, with the, you know, the dead friend by hanging. Um, and, uh, Kazu and, you know, Tomie is the, the woman between them. And so Tomie starts telling Kazu like, oh, it can be like before we can be together again. I can forgive you, but you're going to have to do some stuff. First of all, the shrine to your dead wife gotta go, and so sure enough, uh, Kazu, much to uh, Amber's chagrin, uh, burns it down. Like takes all the the stuff out the the Buddhist shrine to his dead wife and just sets it all on fire. And when she uh, questions him about it, he says, "Hey, we're moving on. You know, we've we've been. This is why our life has been so terrible. We've been clinging to the past." And we're going to start to move forward bravely into the future. Also, uh, Tomie. (laughs) So. (laughs) And she's like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. That's crazy. And then uh, Tomie tells Kazu, like, hey, you're going to have to kill her because things are better. Now that you got rid of the shrine, it's, it's more like before. But it still isn't quite the same because you still got this kid running around. So you should probably kill her, too. And then it can totally be like it was before. Um, Which, you know, probably why I never had children. I could probably be talked into that. Totally. Right. Under the right circumstances. And Hell, you'd do it if no one asked. <laughs> I probably would. <laughs> uh, man. Um, anyway, so... At this point... uh. Kazu gets caught by Amber a couple of times like you know I don't have a cleaver there's a couple of those moments where he's just got a knife nearby and she's like what are you doing he's like nothing totally not thinking about killing you <laughs> that's so funny that you would say that it's
1: uh, the worst midlife crisis ever
0: I, you know that's actually in my notes that I think this whole movie is a metaphor for the midlife crisis and what it can do to you <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> it can cost you your entire family um but he can't bring himself to kill his daughter good for him so Tomie calls and amber picks up and you can tell that tomie is a little surprised that amber picked up and she's like you know what i'm gonna spend the night there tomorrow night if you know if you're gonna do a job you know you gotta do it yourself if you if you want it done right i guess is the Tomier approach so she is going to insert herself into the household so she can make sure that Kazuo doesn't wimp out on killing his only daughter. And uh and so she does. So she stays over and again this is one of those scenes where it feels like it ought to be erotic and it's not, but there's a scene where like Tomie ties Amber up, ties her to the bed as it because it was a story from the erotica that Amber is writing. And like I said, there should be something kind of sensual about it, but there isn't at all. It's just like, I'm going to tie you up. And I don't know, maybe perhaps I'm just uh, dead emotionally, but it just, it doesn't come across as either frightening to me uh, in terms of the character uh, or titillating in any way. It's just sort of like, You know, okay, she ties her I mean, at the end of the day, she's tying her up so that she can lead Kazu to the room and, and contribute to the murder of uh, the Amber Tomie. And, yeah, so Kazu, uh, you know, ends up resisting enough at the last moment and uh, stabs Tomie in the head with, you know, his, his whacker... Kind of kind of a cleaver.
1: This moment is so out of nowhere that I thought it was a dream. I kept thinking it was a dream moment. Even after, you know, this is like my third viewing or something. I was like, holy shit, that's so out of the blue. I love that.
0: Yeah, it, it it's a nice moment for that character, for sure. Um because we understand that, you know, he is he has been resistant, and I think it actually informs the end of the movie well um but yeah so he ends up uh uh stabbing her in the head and tossing her over a bridge but she comes back pretty fast uh this time around um and but tomie is missing from the house and amber asks her father uh like hey what happened to my friend that was staying over last night And he lays down the Tomie story like we get the kind of sepia flashback where uh, he tells her like, well, you know, this is the girl. Uh, Here's a picture of her from when we were kids. And here's what she does. You know, the whole Tomie vibe. And Amber kind of doesn't care. You know, she's more like, I can't believe you killed my friend, despite the fact that you're telling me that she is a an immortal love demon. Um, I'm more concerned about the fact that I finally had somebody to talk to (laughs) and so Amber goes kind of wandering in the fields where uh, they used to talk and she stumbles across Tomie's head which is (laughs) conscious (laughs) and this head is a real dickhead in this movie the head is a bigger jerk than the full body Tomie ever was Shit. <laughs> from jump from jump. It's like, Hey, you got to take care of me. And, and so she does like, you know, Amber tries, uh, to feed her. What I, she tries to feed her baby food because what else are you going to feed a head? You know, it, it, it seems like a logical jump and the head hates that. Uh, she asked for shark fin soup, and um, Amber is like, I, I'll figure something out, I guess. <laughs> and then asked for caviar, but when it turns out not to be the wrong kind of caviar, uh, she spits it up. I mean, yeah, you're right. This is a total jerk Tomie head.
1: If they did this this sequence in an American version of Tomie, they would go out on the road. This would be a road movie with the head.
0: It could be the best buddy comedy. Like, it should be a buddy cop movie too. <laughs> like Tomie Nights.
1: Uh, wasn't that in the li- in Living Color where it was the head detective? <laughs> yes, it's just his head. <laughs> little gun. Uh huh. Little shoes. Uh huh pre Tomier,
0: we yeah we have uh we have already established that Tomier can grow tiny sized appendages yeah. and in this one she kind of becomes a slug um oh god
1: like a like a the larval stage
0: yeah and and there's a like being the jerk head she's telling amber to like rob a bank so that. She can have enough money to take care of the Tomie head. And there's a deleted scene for you. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> well, she goes into the bank and there's kind of that moment of like, did she just rob a bank? And then she's like, no, <laughs> I pulled out every, all my money, which was, you know, 50,000 ish yen. in, uh, it which, was
1: the residuals from her erotic fiction. <laughs>
0: <right>? Surprisingly profitable. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so good. And yeah, so Amber is like setting him up with an apartment and all kinds of stuff. And finally, um, after all the grousing from the Tomie head, Amber wises up and takes the, the Tomie. At this point, the Tomie is uh l- more lumpy. You know, it is kind of larval at this point. And we got to talk about the, the stroller gag or the baby oh. carriage gag that is so dumb uh it's such
1: like classic uh bad joke where she has her out in the park and this nosy lady with uh the most amazing jogging technique it's like oh a baby let me see it and she gets a uh, an eye full of just uh grown-up sized head talking shit to her in the uh in the carriage, and she runs off screaming. It's very funny. In a uh, knee slapper, or if you're uh, if you're a in this stage, you just slap your slimy p- pupa.
0: <laughs> your 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 thorax. Pupa. What is a
1: pupa? Wiki, what's a pupa? Siri, wiki doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> Siri, she shut up. Pupa. Uh, I...
0: I, I've asked Siri uh, a couple of drunk questions one too many times, and Siri's not talking Ooh, to me there, anymore. There's a
1: Pupa manga.
0: That feels I right. I just Googled the shit out of it.
1: I love it. I didn't learn anything. <laughs> but I clicked some shit. But Man, this is great. Have you heard of this? Uh-uh. Pupa by Sayaka Mogi or Moji.
0: Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> bookmarked. All right, all I'll right. Oh, make a note here. Um, where, 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 what the hell is going on? Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, Amber's about to toss uh, the Tomie baby slug off the side of the building because when upon last inspection, I guess checking her diaper or whatever, uh, she you know peels back the bottom of the the blanket uh, hiding this Tomie. and it's just this other. Face garbage going on. Oh man.
1: So friggin' cool. like I this these effects are so surprising in this movie. Like the tone of this movie does not speak to me in terms of body horror.
0: So when it finally shows up, it's really shocking. And well, like the joke with the uh the baby carriage is the same way of just like tonally this is the only jump like this in the movie. Yeah. There's nothing this cartoonish and and likewise, when you know something like this happens in the film where you see some you know something like the baby bottom face thing happening, you're just like the hell where did that come from because and i gotta be honest like the, the all the sequences of like uh of, of Tomie or amber taking care of you know Tomie baby uh i think it that's where this movie really drags because it goes on a little too long yeah you know i mean it, it there's some good stuff but man by the time uh by the time we get to her tossing it over the edge, it feels like we've been in that sequence a bunch. And we've got another... Uh, speaking of, it, during the, uh, one point, the it, so it turns out Kazu, uh, Amber's father, is not doing so hot because a guy from the ice factory shows up and is, is like, hey, where's your dad? He hadn't been to work in a while. And he's like, yeah, he's not doing so good. But there's another scene, or in this scene this older coworker of her father's kind of hits on her or there's a, a, an acknowledgement of like, are you coming on to me? And it's real weird.
1: It, It seems like they kind of weren't confident in staying with the, the bullies and the one location they had to do something else. So they kind of had that whole, you know, Tangent of them having a place to shack up and her taking care of uh, Tomie, the sea monkey, and all that stuff.
2: <laughs> she does. Which, like I mean, a it's.
1: <laughs> other than going on too long, it's it's good stuff. I mean, it's almost like two movies mashed together here.
0: Yeah, and for a movie that's, you know, an hour and a half long, it, it's it's kind of jarring because once we. Once Amber tosses. Uh, tomie over the side of the building and takes off it's kind of like we go back to the first movie uh because what happens is she goes home uh well she's on her way home meanwhile the mean girls including crossbow girl uh show up at amber's house because they haven't seen her at school in a while and basically just show up to beat her up and make her feel bad again <laughs> oh
1: this is some expert level freaking bullying here just kicking the door down it's like uh the bullies from visitor q and shit shooting fireworks into it or something
0: yeah it's you know uh, it's bully home delivery where we bring the bullying <laughs> to you did you miss us did you miss us right and now <laughs> Well, and it, it's crazy that they're like, hey, what, whatever happened to that girl that we used to just mercilessly humiliate? She hasn't been around in a while. Let's go see if we can mercilessly humiliate her at home. Yeah. Um, and, and they do, but unfortunately for them, they're running smack dab into uh, Kazu, who has just been sitting around the house going crazy. And they show up and he grabs a baseball bat and starts to beat the holy hell out of all of them. It's pretty great.
1: dude. It is.
0: Uh, and it's kind of like, that's almost the movie. I wish this had been of him. Like, don't breathe style. Just stalking the three girls <laughs> in his home with a baseball bat. <laughs> Because uh, there's some great moments in in that sequence, and um, he, yeah, I mean, I don't think he does he kill any one of them. No, they all leave alive. Yeah. They all leave Bloody. severely beaten. But, yeah. yeah, and so uh, so he beats them up, and they go running with their tail between their legs. Uh, quite literally, it's stunning. Um, and then Tomie shows up. And she's like, hey, remember me? <laughs> remember how I'm supposed to be in this movie? And Kazu is like, Tomie, we can be together again. And immediately she is uh, shot in the throat with a crossbow. And it turns out that Amber has uh, has come home after all and is not taking any more Tomie shit. No So she and her father uh, take the crossbow bolted Tomie to the ice factory and suspend her in ice, which I argue is the better ending to this movie. Yeah, because it like that scene ends with them just kind of sitting in the factory looking at her frozen in this block of ice and having this moment where they both acknowledge that they're attracted to her. Where they're like, I like her. I, you like her too, don't you? I do like her. And they're like, we should just come here every so often and just look at her because that's enough. Like we don't have to be all love demoned with her. We can just come down here and look at her.
1: Yeah, more uh, parent-child bonding between the two movies.
0: That's really what Tomia gets at is uh, the love between a parent and child. <laughs> <laughs> it's the heart of these movies. Oh, uh, but yeah, I th- I think the movie kind of would have been better served ending here but instead what happens is i mean it still makes sense and all it's just not as elegant it's such a nice ending to this film but uh but of course kazu stands up and is like hey i'm gonna go wipe off the ice for no good reason and he gets close enough to get whammied by tomie again where she's like you have gotta let me out help me uh so he goes and grabs uh you know, a big sledgehammer and bust the ice that she is trapped within. <sighs> right. Dad. Come on, man. What and immediately, <laughs> Yeah. Cause immediately she's like, thanks for letting me out. Can we murder your kid now? Like we wanted to. And. Right. Uh, yeah. And then we get, you know, there, there's kind of a, a, a chasing between, uh, Tomie and Amber. And it's the typical Tomie stuff of her saying like, you know, I'm going to live forever and ever and uh everyone's so jealous of me and stuff. Like stuff that was handled so much better in Rebirth. Yeah. That when you're watching Forbidden Fruit it's like I miss that Tomie a little bit. Uh but she does convince Kazu to lock Amber in the uh the freezer where uh Tomie had been frozen into a block and Tomie uh giggles her way out of the uh, out of the scene. Uh, just relishing that particular irony (laughs) and uh, yeah so uh, Amber is stuck in there freezing to death Uh, then an alarm goes off and a a technician who works at the factory comes and rescues her and it turns out after all that she uh, had been trapped in there yes but the temperature had been turned up enough so that she would not freeze to death uh, or gave her enough time to be found and all that, so um, she is saved. She goes home. There is no more sign of her father. Mm. He he has gone into the great wide open, the great wide Tomie. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so he's just disappeared with her, and he, and so Amber gets a phone call. And the, when she says, hello, you know, moshi moshi, uh, there's no response and she ends up kind of spilling out. Uh, she believes it's her father and says like, I, I, forgive you. I know that you actually saved my life and you're saving my life still by letting Tomie believe that I was killed then. And, you know, I just want to say thank you. And she says, I'm an adult now. I'm good. You don't have to worry about me anymore and and it's kind of a again a nice place to end the movie but Lord, again <laughs> right return of the king style we have yet another ending though <laughs> because now she goes on to uh you know recite some more of her erotic fiction and this time it's all like the end of this movie is where amber to maze tomi where she decides she's gonna make her best friend again, and has kept an ear that is slowly growing in a you know petri dish in in her uh, drawer, uh, and and the whole idea is you know it it it's almost the end of pet cemetery or something, <laughs> where she's like oh I didn't I didn't bury him fast enough now this one's gonna be okay, and so she thinks that she can raise the ear into a nice tomie I guess Mm mm-hmm good luck with that fucker right you are and for a movie all right i got a couple of problems with all this first of all we got three endings and we only need one um (laughs) the first two totally fine i think the third one it just gets to be a bit much yeah uh also you're calling this movie the final chapter and you end with the sting of like "Uh uh-oh to me a ear not to mention the other off screen one now, you know. Right, that we've still got a Tomie running around with with pops. Yeah. And yeah, I like Forbidden Fruit has a lot going for it. Uh I think it's got a good Tomie, even if she's not as as you know, kind of chilling in her behavior as uh as from rebirth. Um, I actually do like the the story of the other Tomie, our Amber, our emo girl. Like, I like the the character that's bullied and and finds this friend, only, you know, the friend that she finds is this horrible monster. I like all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I even kind of like the fact that it's flirting with being kind of a naughty movie, but I just don't think it ever commits to any of that stuff in a way that's, like, it's not a bad movie, it's just not a great Tomie a film. Mm-hmm. It starts really quiet
1: and moody. And it's also one of the darkest, like literally one of the less lit kind of movies. And that it's not uh, poor filmmaking or anything. It's just, it's just a dark tone of the cinematography and of this, the lighting and everything. And I really enjoy that. I wish that it had stayed with that. Uh, the, the story of, uh, Tomie and Amber Tomie is really solid. And I think it just loses its way. Uh, the body horror stuff really is the first sign of the tone problems of the movie. I love that stuff, but it feels like the director thought it needed it when it didn't. And then the, like you said, the three endings is just, it's just too much. Um, all of the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, ah, jeez, the chemistry between, uh, Tomie and, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Amber Tomie, the father is really good. And then the, the chemistry between Tomie and Amber Tomie is really good. And the ironies there and the similar, uh, way that they're both total losers for a Tomie. Like they're, Perfect Tomie marks on in their own way is really solid. Uh, The pomegranate eating scene, I think, is the naughtiest of the sexual stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) So it was good to see some restraint, you know, in that regard. But uh, yeah, this movie is kind of coming down in my estimation a little bit
0: yeah it's like I said, not a bad movie, but when you're coming off the dizzying highs of replay and rebirth, and I think yeah. either of those movies could be called the best of the series, depending on which day you watch them mm-hmm. um that yeah you know it's kind of it's kind of a bummer that this feels like it it gets away from that quiet, somber tone by being so silly and and over the top at times. Yeah. But it never commits to being kind of silly and over the top either. Like I you know, I'm going to have plenty of bad things to say about uh Tomie Unlimited at the end of the day, but there is no question that movie commits to what it is. <laughs> yeah, that movie is undeniably exactly what Nishimura wanted that movie to be. <laughs> and I, and and that's my big problem with this one is it feels it, it it just feels unfocused and it's a little too all over the place and and like I said you're you're not getting getting any uh, merits for coming off rebirth into this because rebirth is so strong um so yeah uh, as far as I'm concerned in 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 the grand scheme of Artomie lore here um that we we have seen the best of the tomie films and now we have four remaining that are you know again the next episode's going to be more of a throwback to the original tomie exactly and then the last two are going to be you know a good tomie film and then a bananas tomie tomie film and <laughs> and the bananas one is i'll tell you i mean spoilers tommy unlimited is super entertaining because there is always something happening on screen (laughs) whether or not you're into what's happening is a different thing entirely (laughs) but it is not boring and that that's another problem i have with forbidden fruit i think it can be a little dull um and again for a 90 minute movie that's that's rough (laughs) um all right. Well, that uh that brings us to the end of our second bonus episode revolving around uh Tommy Richard. Uh, thank you as always for <laughs> subjecting yourself to this.
1: Oh man, it's this is so easy to get into cuz it's uh one of my favorite horror franchises. Um I'm really glad that I have the next two which I have seen before but are way overdue for a revisit and then i have uh the last two which um other than a few glimpses of trailers i have not seen so very excited
0: uh oh man yeah they're and i'll tell you what both of those last two like we're gonna end on a high note because they are if nothing else interesting
2: (laughs) um
0: but uh and also remind people where they can find you uh aside from you know talking about Tomia here.
1: Well, my severed head can be found in a frickin' furnace in <laughs> Japan.
0: So listen for my screams of
1: help. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> hello Doomed Show dot of course, uh peep out the, the frickin' Legion Podcast people. And you'll find Hello Doom Show there, and uh, I'm also at doomedmoviethon.com.
0: Perfect, and uh, you can find this show uh, over at legionpodcasts.com as well, uh, also on Twitter at legionpodcasts, and uh, on iTunes. Same way, just do a search. Uh, as always, if you would leave a rating and review, uh, it is so so appreciated. And uh, and we've got enough now to actually have stars. Like reported stars. It's great. I feel so official. Nice. Uh, yeah, right? So uh, thanks to everyone who has done so already. If you haven't and you're enjoying the show, then please uh, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. It, it really does help way more than it ought to, uh, I, I argue. I contend. <laughs> uh, fight the power, I say. Um, at any rate, we will be back soon to talk. Uh, boy, we got so much coming up. We got uh, uh, some Suicide Club. Uh we got some x day hair extensions coming up
2: cool uh
0: i i've I just got in a blu ray of robeacecia that is oh shit right and that's probably gonna get seen uh sooner rather than later so uh uh we will probably be covering that as well pretty soon so uh thanks to everyone for listening as always uh couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much and uh we will be back in a week to talk more Asian horror. In the meantime, as much Pampas Fields Noise Foundation as I can legally play for you. Good night.